Welcome to We Took the Liberty, a podcast where we discuss our mediocre lives, ruminate on the weird and funny parts of our day-to-day, and explore some of our favorite places and activities in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Logan Trent, and with me now and forevermore, Ben Anderson. Ben, how you been this week? I am preparing to uh, have myself a Merry Little Christmas. Yeah, there you go. Well, I, I am as well, and... So, in in this week leading up to Christmas, it's kind of like a, a little bit of a downtime at work, and so yeah. it's a little loosey-goosey as far as evening plans and this, that, and the other. So, uh, last night, I went out with uh, the aforementioned like soccer team that we've talked about in previous uh, yeah. episodes. Yep. The team. And the team, yeah. Well, last night, we presented ourselves uh, at Trivia at Bear and the Butcher as uh, Daddy's Naughty Elves. So, shout out to Daddy's Naughty Elves. <laughs> and uh, so, we played Trivia, and then we wanted to keep that party going. Again, loosey-goosey week. Mm. Um, and we ended up at a place called uh, The Fish Tank. Uh, there was... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, this is downtown, very close to campus. Um, there has actually been, like, quite a few establishments at it's this almost, location. yeah. It's close to Linings, like, that... It, what is that, Wilson, I think? This is what people, oh. like, come to the podcast for, is yeah, us yeah. talking to, about directions. Ta- talking about geography of, <laughs> of Lexington. Lexington yeah. yeah, the fish tank is, like, is... A campus bar, I thought. Oh, well, it, it probably is because, again, nobody was there. And campus is out right now. <laughs> yeah, there, there are no students around right so now. So we, we went in there. We are going to get a couple drinks. So we got stopped at the door and they were like, hey, there's a cover because there's an open mic, like, comedy Oh, like night yeah. here. Oh man! And we were like, "Oh, okay." And so we kind of like for a hot second, we like thought about it, and then like got in, covered, like went with the cover, went in there, fantastic. Watched the comedy. So, a couple things I want to bring up about this. First off, it was it was a, a good night. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm. I don't remember any of the comics' names, but like some of it was good, some of it wasn't. But, like, I'm not here to comment on, like, people doing, like, comedy out there. What I want to actually come I don't think we have authority to do that. (laughs) I don't think we do. Um, We haven't, our credentialing hasn't come in from the president (laughs) of comedy. And actually, it came in, and we we did not, actually. (laughs) We haven't been authorized to participate in the bar. Our credentialing was vetoed. uh, Yeah, we were, yeah, it was rejected. They, um... They said there's a really there's a big gap in our resume. Oh yeah, that we can't explain. <laughs> and uh, so they said until we have you know something to explain what we've been doing. Yeah. our whole lives. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, our resume just had like what we've currently done with the podcast and nothing, no other information about us. Yeah, uh, I, I, they must have sent that information back through the return address because I don't think we even put our email or like phone numbers on that resume. So no, I don't think we did. Yeah, <laughs> I think we did it wrong. Honestly, no. I, well. <laughs> As far as the what I know about resumes mm-hmm. is that you want to redact most of your personal information <laughs> because you don't want them, you know, you don't want the man coming after you. That's fair. You also want people to hire you for you. And yeah. the purest form of you is for them to not know who you are and so they can accept you as you. Yeah, you want them to go through a sort of discovery process yeah. of who you are. Yeah. Um and so to reveal all of that right away 
would be uh, pretty inappropriate. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're... Yeah, this isn't a dating app. It's a resume. So, yeah. like, we need to keep as much information away from a potential, like... Employer as possible. Right, right. Especially because most of that is going to be pretty damaging. Right. <laughs> yeah, especially for us. Um, so, but what I was going to say about that night is... One thing that I admire about Open Mic is just the bravery it takes to do that. To come up with your own set... You go in there, there were there were eight people like in the audience for this. So you're standing in front of like it's not an audience, it's just eight people total watching you do a bit that you came up with. That's and and people like like leaned into it and like owned it. And so like I just want to commend them for yeah. for that uh harrowing I mean, night. There's a reason we hide behind the veil of <laughs> of uh, your phone and your headphones like mm-hmm. I don't want to look into your face. <laughs> I don't want to see you smiling You're or speaking laughing. to the listener right now. Yeah, I'm speaking yeah. to you listener. I like <laughs> This is where I'm comfortable. Yeah. Staring deeply into Logan's eyes and trying to, you know, just deliver the most compelling, honest nuggets of truth that I can possibly conjure up about life and reality, you know, philosophy, all the things that you come here for. Yeah. Um, And to imagining having to have something that is actually funny and then present that to, like, even a person yeah is terrifying yeah to me yeah i i so i've seen like uh, there's been a few of these like reality shows where it's like uh like the most up-and-coming like comic like whatever that might be and they have to present a bit to get on the show in front of like three people (sighs) and i remember one of those comics like talking about how if you can make one of those people laugh then you're like killing. Like if this was an auditorium full of people, like this, this would have they would like, be rolling. Yeah, they, yeah. They, it would be like fantastic. But Oof. standing in front of three people and like delivering a set, let alone eight people on a Tuesday, <laughs> that's brutal. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I just want to commend the comedians at uh, the Fish Tank uh, for that. And um, uh, yeah, apparently they do that once a month. So maybe we need to go like check. Yeah, it maybe out actually we do. Um, I say, you know, notwithstanding mm-hmm. everything that yep. I've said previous to this, sure. uh, I actually did participate in an open mic night once. I, I, I think I, I was going to say, I, I recall that. So I was going to ask you about what your experience was with, yeah. Um, I did soil myself. <laughs> um, I don't know why they let me participate. Because there seemed to be some sort... There was like a credentialing process of some sort. And basically my credentials were... I've not... I don't know. I didn't do anything. (laughs) I've never done this. Can I have the mic, please? (laughs) Is it okay if I do that? And they were like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) And and, and, uh, I did try to get in on an open mic night after that. Okay. And they said no. So that gives you an idea oh, of how boy. well it went. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, so I guess what I'm saying is that they probably we should do some kind of open mic night okay. because I think that uh, it would really legitimize what we're doing here. That's right, and um, that's what we're looking for from the beginning is just 
Yeah. How do, how are we legitimate? How do we get that street cred? Yeah. I mean, I remember the first conversation we had about the podcast <laughs> and we said, um, you know, I think I came to you actually mm-hmm. and uh, I'm trying to like remember. It's hard to remember because most of my memories are like visually linked. Like I have, I have an interesting, like my yeah. memory database is like I visualize most, something yeah. and that, but I like my, I cried most of the time during yeah. that conversation, yeah. so I have no visual. Link. They say that like when you can remember something, like it helps to remember the smell of of oh, okay. something around you. Can you remember anything that that smelled um, <laughs> important to you yeah. in, that, in that moment? Um, yeah, I had just harvested a, a good amount of lavender okay. from uh, the. <laughs> fields down the street so yeah but you also had just worked out so there was kind of this like was, beautiful yeah. sort of like aromatic stink yeah like mixture um, and my gym is right next to a laundromat so is, like yeah. there's a lot of like lavender downy like yes. going on from there so so there i remember saying to you i just need something in my life that gives me value Yes. And I remember, like, you did spend some time sort of, like, shaking me by the shoulders and shouting, like, get it together! Get it together, man! I think I I was doing that, and I was like, who are you? I've never met you before! (laughs) And and that made me cry more, because we had met before. (laughs) And I just, I, I could not remember. Well... And, and and here's the thing, like I I had just been working out, so mm-hmm. like I kind of go into like a fugue state in that yeah. moment. So like you could have been anybody, like you could you could have been my own wife, yeah. and I would have been you like, would have been like, who are you? Yeah. yeah, which is why she refuses to work out. That's with true. You. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we call it the brogue state. <laughs> it, where... is, it is very much the brogue state. If you ever see a guy like Instagramming his workout, he's he's in full brogue state. He's in the brogue state. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. He's not even him. He's he's in the brogue state. Uh, so yeah, and that was... Uh, and then after I calmed down, you said, Give me until December 25th and I will I will find something to give you value. Yeah. And uh, that was last Christmas. Yeah. And last Christmas, um, I gave you my heart. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking in this moment, and I was, and so I'm so glad you hit it. All right, so I, I don't know if you know this, Pen, but Santa is a big part of uh, Christmas culture in uh, America and the Christian West. Not, like it's, you're not sure if I know that. <laughs> I know that you, uh, you. Have you ever looked into being a Santa Claus? Santa it's a, <laughs> uh, is what we call him from my neck of the woods. Oh, okay. San, Santa. Santa. Okay. Yeah. I like that. That's fun. Yeah, but where I'm from, Santa is uh, is a thin, sort of wily man from okay. from the North Woods. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we talked a little bit about like Nordic culture mm-hmm. in the last episode. So, so your Santa is a is also a bearded gentleman, but he's yes. like ripped. Like looks a little bit more like Thor in yeah. in traditional yeah. uh, Nordic culture. And he he wields uh an axe right. with one hand. <laughs> yeah. And it uh he he delivers Christmas trees to people. Oh okay. uh by you know he'll uh there's a traditional uh 
you know, there's a traditional way of cutting down a tree, mm-hmm. uh, the santa way, which is just to like with one swing yeah. at the base of the tree, just whoosh, straight yep. through. And then with your other hand, you catch the tree. Yep. Uh, and then you can just throw it down someone's chimney. <laughs> he's also a giant when he's doing this, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, as as most uh, you know, ancient Nordic that's, figures that's, are. Yep, you're not wrong. Yeah, he he wears flannel, correct, a, yep. as well. And yeah, he's uh, Paul Bunyan's uh, great grandfather, <laughs> Santa Bunyan. Santa Bunyan. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like that. Um, have you ever seen uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer? <laughs> No, it's one of the greatest regrets that I have. Yeah, so there's a scene in it where he's being taught how to fight with anger. Like I don't really know how to describe <laughs> this scene. And there's there's like his mentor, his cue figure is like walking him through like how to like wield an axe. And so he does like That's all these good. like martial arts with an axe. And so he's trying to teach him how to like Again, use that anger to like cut down a tree. And at one point, Abraham Lincoln cuts down a tree with one swing of his axe, and it's yeah. it's beautiful. Like it, it truly is fantastic. Yeah, there was a there there was a big hubbub in Minnesota because uh, that scene was stolen from the origin story of Santa. Yeah, oh, son of a bitch. Well, <laughs> so coming back to um, Santa Claus. Yeah, so Santa Claus though is is big in the rest of you know western culture right and uh so I, i've been looking up just a few things uh I, I originally started just looking at the history of santa claus um and that's a that's a long and winding road that we're not going to spend any time on because i stumbled on some really potentially like creepy weird things hmm. um about the current iteration of santa claus so first oh off on a couple websites when just looking on looking up how to be Santa, that's a, that was my Google search yeah. option. So one place that I went to has like a, a step by step, and the first one is go to Santa school. <laughs> now I know there's a thing like clown college in this that, and the other, but like, is there a school for Santa oh, that you've ever heard of? Like, I've not, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me. No, I'm, I'll tell you though, our resume building skills will not get us into this school. <laughs> Definitely not. So, okay, so it's go to go to Santa school. The next one is network with other Santas. <laughs> so you got to go to Santa school. You got to get it linked in, and yep. then you got to network with those other Santa Claus. You got to network, to... and none of the fake Santas, only real certified Santa school graduates. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> The third one might be the. It's very subtle, but it might be the wildest one yet. It says buy a suit. And what struck me with this is, could you imagine somebody pretending to be Santa Claus, but just in their day to day clothes? <laughs> that person is a child molester. <laughs> Come sit on my lap. <laughs> Tell me what toys you want. I'll get them for you. The fact that they have to tell somebody to buy a suit buy is just like wild to me in this. Uh, uh, next, we got our 21st century Santa. It's build a website. Oh, modern Santa. <laughs> That's right. Build a website and, get, and number five is get on social media. So you got to put yeah. yourself out there. You got to get out be there. Santa Claus. Yeah. If you want to be Santa, um, you got to generate a following. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Santa is renowned around the world. Yeah. So if you want to get a slice of that pie, right, you're going to have to get some followers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then the, well, I mean, 
Santa has... Isn't it interesting that the premise of so, like... Let's get a new premise for Santa Claus movies. And trust me, I love Santa Claus movies, but the premise oh. is always somebody trying to convince somebody else that Santa is the real thing. Yeah. And then the wildest part of that, now that I'm just, like, I'm thinking, like, in t- real time right now about this. Okay. The wildest part of that is most of those movies then conclude, we the whole world is wrong. Santa is real. <laughs> That's true. Many, <laughs> many Santa movies. There are a couple of different premises. This one, though, you're right. Like, one central premise of Santa movies is someone does not believe in Santa, yeah. and we must convince them right. that he is real against all odds. Yeah. Like, usually the person doing the convincing is either a child, yes. so they don't know, because yeah. they're a child, yeah. or they're somebody who claims to, like, a crazy person yeah. who claims to, like, know about Santa, but they also have claims to, like, knowing about aliens or, like, yeah. being abducted by the government or, you know, brainwashed in some form or another. And the conclusion of those movies is Santa is actually real. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so wild to me that there is not a movie... I, I guess it doesn't, like, punch the same way, but, like, that there isn't a movie that is just about, like, the spirit of what Santa represents. Like, there's never, like, a coming... <laughs> like, a realistic, like, coming down from the fact of, like, okay, we went through this whole rigmarole yeah. of this movie, and it was fun, and laughs were had, and, oh, great movie, yay. But then at the end of the movie... Almost every time currently, it's like, oh my gosh, he is real. Instead of being <laughs> like, oh my gosh, we went through all of that. He's not real, but boy, didn't we have a great time as a family? You know, the kind of thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, even in the Minnesota classic, Jingle All the Way, which is not about Santa Claus. No. At the end of it, they posit that Turbo Man is a real thing. (laughs) Because they have an actual jetpack. A man (laughs) in an actual Turbo Man suit. Like, it doesn't matter if it's Santa or not. We can't get away from this, like, idea of these things are just characters. They're not real. in In these movies, there's no such thing as an imaginary creature right (laughs) all imaginary creatures if you stumble upon the right portal yeah if you're awake at the right time of night if you look in the right direction like you're gonna see bigfoot yeah he's gonna be given the easter bunny a piggyback ride yeah and they're gonna be in the target parking lot jousting (laughs) against like the loch ness monster (laughs) and like that's a movie i would watch right there (laughs) yes Oh, okay. So this this is it's like a it's like a Roman arena of mythical creatures from all of time. Like, I mean, I'm talking about like let's put our superheroes in there yeah, with these all time like well because they're real. Yeah, right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Captain America is a real oh absolutely. real person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. If you can dress up as something. It is a real thing. Yeah. He, it exists. Yeah. I think he's the current champion of CrossFit at the moment. So I think so, yeah. yeah. yeah and long-standing right. champion of CrossFit. <laughs> so who do you think would preside over this uh, sort of realm of, you know, Ooh, so Coliseum Who is the chief yeah. mythical Who is the creature? greatest mythical creature? Oh, wow. That's, that's really like, that's putting it on the spot. I'm not really sure. Um... 
Is there a king of Build-A-Bear? <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe like Jeffrey Bezos okay. would be like <laughs> sitting on the throne. But he is real. Ben, he's real. I've never seen him. I Look, I'm going to show you some texts about some things he's very interested in. <laughs> And it's going to convince you that he is a real person. I don't know. We're going to have to go. Because he's a real person with needs, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) We started off talking about Santa Claus. (laughs) We did. Gosh, poor Santa. He's really been maligned in this. Speaking of Santa, um, I'd like you to invite you into... Uh, into parenting ponderings. Yeah, a let's time do it. where I tell you about my missteps in parenting okay. and uh, the way that it's forming my children. I don't think there's been a lot of missteps. I think it's just solid parenting that has resulted in like comedy gold from your daughter. Okay. Like I think you're raising her right. So uh, Amelia, <laughs> last year that sigh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the the most recent iteration of this is um, we we've sort of come full circle with the Santa mythology okay. because you know Amelia is smart. She knows to question things. She asks a lot of questions. She, you know, she's yeah. not afraid to like really dig in. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, with Santa, she needed to know about Santa yep. about what's going on with Santa. And in our family, you know the. The, and the cousins that she has and everything like the Santa mythology is very much alive. You know, yep. Santa comes, brings his gifts, blah blah blah. We ask Santa for things. Well, last year, at a certain point, she started attributing uh, other things to Santa. Okay. Like, you know, all gifts were from Santa. Even when we were like, this gift is from us, or this is from Grandpa, yeah. you know, Nan and Papa, and all, all these different things. And we started getting a little bit too far down the Santa rabbit hole. Yeah. She was um, in the denial stage of this, like, reckoning to where she's like, no, I've got to hold on no, to no. this. No, Santa is so real that <laughs> other things are not real. Right. Well, it resulted at one point in, you know, a point-blank questioning. And we've resolved not to directly lie to our children. Sure, yeah. Which, obviously, everybody can have their own stance on this. But right. we tend to believe that directly lying to our children could be damaging. Yeah. It's a controversial yeah. thought. Maybe look at all of human history. <laughs> I mean, fairy tales. I mean, we were just talking about the Colosseum of, yeah. like, the greats. But, like, most fairy tales are like, don't do this or this thing will murder you in your sleep. And then it's like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> okay, I won't. <laughs> so she, she asked if Santa was real. And, yep. uh, of course, we told her, well, no, he's not real. He's pretend. We pretend it. And it really sent her into a spiral. Yeah. Um, but she came out of that with a deep resolve to make sure everyone knew Santa's not real. So she started spreading the word to her cousins and to okay. you know other kids at school and things like that, which really upset them. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and then she started saying Santa's not real at our house, but Santa's <laughs> real for other people. <laughs> Which was also troubling because I think the takeaway from that is like, Santa doesn't come to our house. <laughs> and we're like, um, no, yeah. Uh, so this, this summer we visited some friends who 
we asked them they have three children and we mm-hmm. asked them you know like well what do you tell your kids because this whole santa thing is really spun out of control sure. for yeah. us yeah yeah we're and, uh, our tether on this one <laughs> yeah we're, we're in uncharted territory <laughs> and they they told us that they don't really do the santa thing but um you know there is the real saint nicholas was a figure of in history and yeah. they have a little book a little children's book that yeah. does a really cool like retelling of saint nicholas and like yeah, his generosity fantastic. and the reason we do different things and then they have a few traditions like a certain like oh, these okay. traditional yeah. christmas sure. cookies and things and and we thought well that's great um and of course in the book it talks about how saint nicholas is somebody who lived a long time ago mm-hmm. and then he you know he's died and we remember him and you know some people you know and so we said well you know we pretend about santa to remember saint nicholas yeah well amelia really got it <laughs> because her takeaway from this is santa's dead yeah so <laughs> yeah. so then we caught her telling other children santa's dead no, 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 no. You guys are misunderstanding. It's not that he doesn't exist. He existed, but he's now... Yeah, but now he's dead. Like, you're not wrong that Santa is real. He's oh, really that's dead. Beautiful. Oh. Oh. My favorite fact about St. Nicholas is that he... That he likes to punch heretics. <laughs> ecumenical counselors. <laughs> So, I don't know, is there a page about that in the uh, children's book? Yeah, there's one, you know, one where he's, like, holding down a heretic yeah. and, like, just, like, punching him in the street. Yeah. And, like, there's people behind him, like, you know, <laughs> cheering and they've got, like, candy canes in their hands and they're cheering for The Saint funniest Nick. thing, you may or may not know this, but I'm not even doing comedy at the moment. Like, that is, that is, like, <laughs> historic <surreal>. truth. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah. the guy was passionate about what he believed. That's true. That's true. And now he's dead. And so how can a dead person <laughs> yeah. be bringing us gifts? That That's what that's I'm really, really trying to get to the bottom of. I think that's the question that we need to be asking our kids. Yeah. Oh, you believe in Santa? <laughs> Guess what? He's dead. How does a dead person bring you some gift? Come on. Just answer that for me, just kid. Just think about it for a second. Stop crying. Stop. Stop. Stop crying. Stop crying. <laughs> I'm trying to get you to think through this because you have to think critically to survive in this world. <laughs> oh, that's even better. Just so everyone knows, Amelia's four, right? Yeah, yeah. she's so, four. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. She's, yeah, she's had enough conversations now with her friends, though. Um, truly that she's sort of come around to I think the traditional Santa belief scheme where yeah. it's like Santa's real but he's pretend yeah. like like both and maybe kind of this thing. is a movie where it's just a kid going around telling people that Santa's actually dead and <laughs> and there's a whole again whole like process of people like hilarity ensues where yeah. they're trying to prove to her and then she eventually takes them to like the to Santa's grave. To the grave in Turkey where St. Nicholas where is buried. buried. Yeah. And it's like, how do you think that guy's going to bring you a gift? Yeah, right. He's dead. <laughs> and then what she does is she, it resolves then in this like experience where they're like, yeah, maybe he's dead, but didn't we have a good time coming yeah. to Turkey as a family? And then they make her the queen of Christmas. 
sequel. Oh, wow, yeah, the Queen <laughs> and the there's the movie title right That's there, right. The, the Queen, Queen of Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Oh man, that's not far from a lot of this nonsense that's out there. So. We did it. That's yeah, it. we might have to fight Hallmark for that movie title. <laughs> that's right. All right, Ben, have you ever been to Southern Lights? I have. Yeah. So it's a it's a light show that takes place at the Kentucky Horse Park. Mm-hmm. Yep, just you, north of Lexington here. Yep. yep. And so you just drive around. Uh, I, I think you like tune in on a channel on your radio or you can and it like they play music and this that, and the other yeah uh, and the li- some of the lights light up to the music right and... right yeah it, so I I was looking at some reviews uh, for this so I think we need to take this one under review all right let's do it um, and I, I'm actually not gonna read any reviews but because they're not really that funny but the concept the overwhelming concept of the reviews, the negative ones, mm. are that it's too expensive. Now, let me lay down the price for you. It yeah. is $25 for a carload of people. And also, I feel like we should lay out the premise of this. Yes. Right? Yeah, Kentucky, yeah, yeah. Kentucky Horse Park has... Yes. It is a facility uh-huh. north of Lexington. Right. In which there are, you know, paddocks and, you know, all of the different horse accoutrements yep. for, yep. like, different types of horse. You can camp there. You can take your RVs. Yeah. There's like, a yeah, campsite. Yeah. There's yep. primitive camping. There's RV camping. There's also, I, I guess there's, like, a big, huge, like, auditorium yeah, area. There's a, yeah, there's a huge event space. A bunch of, like, large barns as well for event space. And yeah. Like, yeah. This yeah. And there's outdoor performance area for horses. Mm-hmm. So the Southern Lights is advertised as a as a driving experience yeah. where they set up you know Christmas lights yeah. for you to view yeah. from your car from your car as you drive through. So you drive through like Ben was saying that you listen to music, the lights light up, and then at the end when you get to like the visitor center there, you can go through and there's a petting zoo. I think you can like ride a camel. Um, <laughs> which, I think, is, which is the highlight like, of hilarious. any Kentucky yeah, horse park experience. It's, it's yeah, that's so fantastic. <clears throat> I, I think they have like some model trains. Like there's there's a bunch of just like little like yeah. kooky like local kind of stuff like that that is Christmas adjacent. Um, <laughs> camel camels considered Christmas adjacent. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, the wise men came in on camels. Like that's that's that, that's, that's canon. That's yeah. canon. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where it's canon at, but it's it is but canon. It's there. So, yeah, yeah. That's right. If you look hard enough, you'll but, find that. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so again, the overwhelming reviews are that it's too expensive for all of that. And again, not $25 a head, $25 a carload. No matter how many people are in there. It does not matter. You can illegally pack as many people in your car, still $25. (laughs) It seems, that's a deal. Yeah, and so... You can bring half a circus. Yeah, exactly. When I was thinking about that, like, let's just say most people, it's going to be the typical nuclear family of, like, four people. Like, we're talking to, like, seven bucks... Ahead there at that point, yeah. like that's not like um, six seven bucks ahead. Like that yeah. is not like a you can't go to a matinee movie for that cheap, <laughs> right? People are losing their minds over how expensive this is. Now, <clears throat> to their credit, some of the other complaints are that some of the lights don't always work. 
Um, the music is made. I've already it's a little my, problematic. I, I've, I've comes... made I've made my feelings known about music. Like Christmas music is all the same. So like they want it, they want it to be like zhuzhed up a little bit, but it's oh, just not happening. Up, yeah, it's huh? right. oh. But uh, yeah, so I, I just think it's I just think it's like absolutely insane that people are complaining about that, like how expensive this like little attraction is, and also you don't have to go. <laughs> Like, this isn't something that the state of Kentucky is making you do, and then you have to pay $25 to go do it. Like, don't leave a review, just don't go. Like, Just turn around. <laughs> leave. It's not even that far from Lexington. Mm. It's like, I drove 15 minutes to get here. <laughs> I can't believe how expensive it is. I live on the north end of town, too. <laughs> it's like, wow. Like, okay. Yeah. It, it, that doesn't sound like an inconvenience at all. So. I walked here. <laughs> I was camping. I came over. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Oh. Yeah, I just... There's, there's not... A, there's clearly... Just so much entitlement in Kentucky that, like, we we want... I think it's best. America. That, yeah. <laughs> I think we've tapped this into the... American problem. It's the American spirit. Yeah. We, we're alive. <laughs> the spirit of America used to be freedom, and now it's just entitlement. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the Christmas gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Special thanks to Sunmates for our theme music. Also, a very special thanks to Nick Woods for our logo art. If you'd like to reach out to us, we are now on Facebook and Instagram. Just look for We Took the Liberty on either platform. Thanks for listening.